This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. It's time to be more active, faith active with Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, gabandu. Yo, we are back. Hey, I don't know what's happening today, but yeah, we are here. It's show me. The time is 12.05 and you are speaking. Um, my name is Vyokas Madhu. I'll be with you up until one o'clock and we are busy here with our desk, just putting things back into order, back to normal. And I see Mr. Dimitri is here and I know that it will all go well. It's so good to be back with you today. We thank you so much for continuing to, to join us on this program as we build the spirit of unity, spirit of oneness uh, in our nation. And I really just want to lift up the name of the Lord with the scripture in um, Psalm 82, which reads, God presides in heavenly council. In the assembly of the gods, he gives his decision. You must stop judging unjustly. You must no longer be partial to the wicked. Defend the rights of the poor and the orphans. Be fair to the needy and the helpless. Rescue them from the power of the wicked. How ignorant you are. You are completely corrupt and justice has disappeared from this world. You are completely corrupt and justice has disappeared from this world. You are gods, I say. All of you are children of the Most High. But you... But you will die like mortals. Your life will end like that of any priest, of any prince. Come, O God, and rule the world. All the nations are yours. Come, O God, and rule the world. All the nations are yours. Let us pray. Father, we come before you this morning. We are looking forward to just hearing what you have in store for us on this program today. Even as we gather, as we speak to different men and women with the voices anointed of the Lord to be the stewards and the custodians of the earth. As you have planted us here in Genesis 1.26, you said you've put man on the earth to take dominion over every living thing. And so even this day, we take dominion over every, little, over every living thing to rule, to reign and advance your kingdom. So today I'm looking forward to, um, yeah, just speaking to our guest today all the way from the other side of town. <laughs> yes, we are talking to a servant of the Lord that we truly, truly respect, an ambassador of the Lord who has a heart for Africa and its people. His calling is the calling of reconciliation of all tribes, and you are just about to hear that for yourself. All tribes, all tongues, all nations that may step into their inheritance in this hour and in this season. He's also Patrick Kuana. He's also a pioneer for kingdom-led 
economic restoration. Just someone who's just been consistent. <laughs> when you think of Patrick Wana, you think consistency. Since I've met him, he's just been consistent about the love of God, consistent about economic restoration, consistent about kingdom, and consistent about us as the children of God just embracing the spirit of humility. As um, we, I would say we have disgraced ourselves to an extent where in the world we've portrayed ourselves as superior. Like if you know the Lord, uh, you are the man of God, then uh, portraying this superiority and most important type. So it's one of those who come down, as the Lord says, if, when you come down, he will lift you up. So we will speak to uh, Patrick today. I'm just so looking forward to hear what uh, the Lord and the Spirit of God has impregnated him with for us today as we build together the spirit of unity in our nation, in our continent, and the nations of the world. We will meet with him just now after this. Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. It's no longer just about talk. It's about the walk. Vuyokazi Matu on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Yeah, yes, we are back. It is now at 13 minutes past 12. And you are listening to Radio K Pulpit right here on 729 AM. And our program is called Show Me, where we say it's no longer just about the talk. It's about the walk, and we talk to men and women who are walking by faith in the different areas of society, especially in matters to do with rebuilding the spirit of oneness in our nation and unity. So today we're talking to Patrick Kwan, and our topic is how to build oneness in a climate that constantly raises head of racism and division. So we're just looking forward to what he's got to say to us. Let's just see if he is still on the line there. Hi, Patrick. It's always so good to be with you. Wow, so good to hear your voice this morning <laughs> on the other side of the technology. Absolutely. Welcome to Radio Pulpit. Is it your first time with us? Hey. Yeah, it's actually the first time on Cape Radio Pulpit. I've been on the Houten um, one quite a few times, but yes. first time in Cape Town. Yes, wow, from Cape to Cairo <laughs> to Jerusalem. Yo, we're just so looking forward um, to really just uh, uh, building through your voice today as uh, uh, our listeners just looking forward to hearing from you. Immediately, uh, just temperature check, uh, Patrick. Um, in matters of oneness, uh, unity uh, between cultures in our in our nation, maybe or, or, or our continent, firstly, what, what's your take? What do you see? Just before you even share what you've got for us today, what do you see? Yeah, you know, Vuyokazi, and it's such a pleasure to be on the show, and uh, you know, also just to be speaking to the listeners. Yes. Um, if, if I almost look at the, the current climate that we're in, and, and I think it's really important for us to look at it very honestly, because yes. I think there are certain things that happen in society, and, and we need to be able to look at them honestly, because if we don't look at it honestly, we, we can't actually then move forward mm. to, 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 to be able to deal with them. And sadly enough, I, I really believe the, the racial, the tribal, the ethnic... Mm. Division 
that we have across the continent uh, in South Africa, but even going further into the world, is really something that is a fault line within society right now. And I, I, and I just sense that God is, is shining his light on that fault line because we mm. haven't done a good job <laughs> in addressing it. Mm. So, you know, we've. It, 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 I think it's a wound that has been there for a long time, and, and we keep putting Band-Aid on the wound, hoping that it will go away. Mm. But I think mm. the only way that this is going to go away is if we open up this wound and dig deep inside mm. so that we can really get rid of um, you know all the stuff that's in it that keeps uh, coming up every so often. So we're not in a good space, yeah. but I believe that the Lord is shining his light Hallelujah. so that we can begin to tackle this thing uh, in, in the proper way. Mm, mm. We hope to, when we say, um, let's move on, that was the past. Do you, do you find that has delayed us to an extent? Hello? Hello? Sorry, uh, did I lose you there? Yes, yes, yeah, I, I lost you there, but I can see you, I can hear you back now. No, I was sorry. Saying, I was saying, do you find that um, it has delayed us to, 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 to pretend that we can just move on? Yeah, you, you see, I think, uh, you know, one of the things, I, I make a statement where I always say we must be very careful that we don't use, you know, prayer as an excuse not to do the things that need to be done in the natural. Mm, and I think often, <laughs> often we have quickly gone through a process where we say, you know what, we've repented, we've, you know, we've, we've spoken to God about this issue, but let's now move on. But it's a lot more deeper than just being able to do that because you're dealing with something that has deep wounds and deep hurt and deep anger mm. that exists within people. And therefore, it's, it's so critical for us to be able to get into that wound and understand the pain, the woundedness, and the anger, and then from that point of view, begin to deal with it um, so that we can bring that true healing and then move on. Because without healing, mm. we can't actually move on. We mm. keep coming back to the same thing because we are all very wounded on this issue. Wow. Without healing, we can't just move on. As you were just preparing to share with us um, today, Patrick, I'm just going to hand over to you just what the Lord laid um, in your heart to share with us on this matter of building together in this current climate. Yeah, uh, Vuyokas, I think one of the things I really enjoyed when I saw the title mm -hmm. was um, your very first word in the title of, of the topic uh, as you called it, how to build oneness in a climate that can constantly raises up its head of racism and, and division. And mm. for me, what really excited me was the word how. Mm. Because mm. it's how speaks about the practicality around mm. doing it. Mm. And, and therefore, I actually want to spend quite a bit of time on the how. But before I do that, I just want to share a few things that... Um, you know, have just been very strong on my heart and maybe even a little bit of 
you know, a personal journey yes. over the last uh, over the last sort of three or so weeks. Mm. Because w- what was very interesting for me when when the whole you know George Floyd thing blew up in the U.S. and 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 you know the whole tension globally started to to ramp up again. I I you know as somebody who comments on a, on a number of things and who writes you know, on a number of topics, especially on this topic and economic matters, I was very quick to want to put some, you know, some some responses together, some mm. writing together. Mm. And, and I remember halfway through an article that I was writing, the Lord just literally stopped me and said, Patrick, stop writing right now. <laughs> because every, everything, everything that you are writing is not of my heart it's through the lens of your broken and wounded heart. Yeah. And therefore, you are making my word say what you wanted to say, not what my heart has released it to say. And, and you see, Vuyo, I just came to a crashing stop. <laughs> wow. Because at that point, I, I realized mm. how easy it is for us to manipulate the Bible to mm. make it say what we wanted to say through our own broken lens of what's really taking place, which is the hurt and the woundedness that we carry in our own hearts. Mm. And, and you see, that was a big moment for me because I thought, mm. oh my goodness, Lord, um, I need to present my heart before you so that we can talk about the things that I'm getting too emotional about, because this is an emotion that's coming from the flesh. Mm. It's not an emotion that's coming from you. What is your heart on this? And, and you know, Vuyo, I, <laughs> some of the words I heard in this sure. have been so heavy for me, because I literally heard the Lord then say, this issue of racism is actually the biggest opportunity for believers to be a channel to release my glory into the earth. That if we get this one right, Mm. even the prophecies Mm. of revival that have been prophesied over South Africa, the Mm. fires starting in the south, moving across uh, Africa, are all based on whether we will be able to deal with this issue, because our ability to deal with this issue is what will ignite those fires of revival that have been prophesied, that people have been praying for. This is the igniter if we get it right. Wow. And, and, and the more I looked at that, I, I then started even looking at some of the history behind some previous revivals that have taken place. So if you, if you think about um, 1860, Andrew Murray, the revival that started in Worcester, mm-hmm. that came about in an environment of deep racial segregation But what happened is in that church in Worcester, they allowed a Khoisan young girl to stand up in an environment where there was segregation. And as soon as she stood up and released what was in her mouth, Mm, mm, it it mm. literally ignited revival. Mm, mm, mm. You know, you look at Azusa in the States, Mm. 
1906, again, mm. an environment of deep racial segregation and division, but yet in that environment, Seymour stands up and begins to speak, and revival is released yes, through right. that. Mm. And, and, and therefore, I, 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 and I'm saying all of this, Voyo, before I even talk about the how, because I believe this is the weightiness mm. of this mm. issue that is at hand. Yeah. And therefore, mm. if there is one thing that we need to be so focused on is seeking the Lord around how do we get racial, tribal, ethnic issues and the ministry of reconciliation in place so that we can build this oneness. Mm. And you see, this oneness is so important because, again, as I've continued on my bits and pieces of research and and, and just, um, you know, again, seeking God and and what his heart is on this matter, you probably know, and I'm sure uh, a lot of the listeners know that passage that's in in, in the book of Acts at 17, where it talks about uh, Acts 17, I think it's uh, from verse 26, where he talks about he, God has made from one blood mm. every nation of men to dwell on the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwelling. You see, we are all made out of one man, we're all made out of one blood, and therefore we are all created in the image of God through that one blood. And whenever we are in a position of hating another person because of their skin, hating another person because of their language, because of their tribe, we are literally hating ourselves because we are hating our own blood. And, and And the severity of that as I started to also just look into, you know, medical, uh, you know, the medical field, you then begin to understand how autoimmune diseases are literally physical diseases in the body that occur when the body starts fighting against itself. So you begin to ask yourself the question, when I'm hating somebody who's created in the image of God who might have a different skin color, a different language, a different tribe to me, it means I'm actually hating my own blood. I'm creating a situation where my own blood, my own body, because we are one body, is now fighting against itself. And I'm literally creating an autoimmune disease within myself because I'm fighting with my own blood. And so I I believe this is the severity of what we are dealing with here and why this issue is so, so important. And you find that um, sometimes our attitude is that you feel justified. In, 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 in feeling the way that you feel about another person, about another person of different color, who feel justified. It's because of A, B, C, D. Absolutely, Vuyo, because you see, this is where the enemy has done such a good job in causing us to fight internally within ourselves because of the woundedness and the hurt 
that we have inflicted on each other through unrighteousness and injustice. So we have gone and we've plundered other people, we've brought down other people, we have taken ourselves to be superior above other people, we have completely messed up the order of God such that a living organism can function as one body but different parts that need to honor each part so that the whole body flourishes, Mm -hmm. but we have taken a position of, well, you know what, I am the Shona person, and therefore let me lift myself up as a Shona person, even to the detriment of my uh, English person, even to the detriment of part of my body, which is maybe Zulu, part of my body, Mm -hmm. which is maybe even American, Mm -hmm. which is maybe even Spanish. We are all one body, and the body has to function as a living organism and not to actually fight against itself. Mm -hmm. And the enemy, as I said, has done such a good job, you know, through injustices, economic injustices, through removing the given order of God within this living organism to create the challenges that we find now. But God has a way for us to reverse this. And I think this is what is so key for us, even in this time that we're in right now. Yes. How do we move from here, from from the point where I am now? Like I, 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 I know the past and I acknowledge the past and I acknowledge my pain and all that, but um, I recognize that we must build. How do we do that yeah. from where, from here? You know, Vuyokazi, it's it, it's interesting that we have the the greatest uh, reconciler and the greatest leader to follow um, to follow his example. And uh, you know, Jesus is just an amazing, amazing teacher and an example, and just his wisdom that he's laid out for us in the Bible, you know, just begins to give us a glimpse mm. of what I believe uh, is a critical thing. And and I think, you know, when I look at Jesus's journey, you know, he, first of all, he teaches us how to lay down self. Yeah. Because if I look at Jesus, you know, primarily he laid his own agenda for the agenda of all of us, and he didn't need to. You know, he had he had no sin in him. He had absolutely nothing that the enemy could place on him, but yet he decided to lay down his privileged position. He laid down all the rights that he had that were due to him, that were rightfully his, but he laid them down so that we would be able to step into the position that he was in. And therefore, the, the principle of laying down self becomes so critical. And, and what does that look like practically? Laying down self is literally saying, I'm not going to look at this issue from the perspective of self-preservation. Because in a lot of instances, when the flesh is at play, we want to look at instances like this, and we are constantly thinking about self-preservation. How do I make this situation turn out for the best for me? Whereas Jesus actually said, 
how do I look at everything and make this situation turn out for the best for them and for all of us? Sure. So, That's such you a know, huge thing. That's such a, um, a, 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 a great outlook, like a point of departure, for example, just the shift from the me, 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 myself and I. Um, but one may say, but I was affected as an individual. Um, I'm experiencing the setbacks as an individual. I'm experiencing the wound as an individual. Uh, <laughs> why should I start by looking at others? I guess it goes Absolutely. down to who we are, who is our leader. I guess um, it goes, it boils back down uh, to who is your Lord. If he's not God, uh, one of the statements I heard that really put me in line in my uh, 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 baby Christian season was, um, if he is not God of all, He's not God at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Because you want to I mean, you... choose what it is that you can follow him on. Some things you're comfortable to follow Jesus this way, but some things you feel like, ah. The, and that's exactly the point, Vuyo, uh, because it's a choice we have to make mm. that do we want the solution to come through the wisdom and the ways of God, or do we want the solution to come through my own wisdom and my own power? Sure. And that's where it's at. Because, mm -hmm. And I think that's why I made the statement earlier on that often we are seeking God spiritually in prayer, but yet when it comes to the outworking of what needs to be done in the natural we revert to our own ways of wanting to do it. And therefore, we completely negate the spiritual element of it. And again, this might be a very, very controversial statement that I'm going to make. I actually believe, <laughs> absolutely, I actually believe when we step out in natural obedience, mm -hmm. more demons actually run away than when we're actually on our knees praying to God asking him what to do, because when he tells us what to do, and we then don't do it, the demons are very happy to say, oh, you know what, they're just praying again, but you know what, they will never obey the way of the Lord in terms of dealing with this issue, because they're still full of themselves. Mm. Mm. And, 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 and I think often that, I think that, that's, that's the scenario. Powerful. That's very powerful. I, you know, like when somebody says something and you actually feel like just keep them quiet and just let that land <laughs> a bit. Yeah. Because I think it's one of um, the most powerful things that we must be conscious of as the children of God, that we, when we pray and receive an answer, we're not willing to implement the answer in the same spirit in which we prayed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And I think that's where, that's what weakens us. And, and that's what gets us to the point where we go on these, you know, we, we carry on circulating around this mountain, praying as we walk around this mountain. But perhaps God is just saying, you know, this one act of obedience where you lay down yourself and you decide to step into the pain of the other person and begin to understand their pain, understand their story, and build your empathy based on them, 
and begin to understand perhaps how you can be a source of healing to their pain rather than continuing to self-preserve. Maybe God is saying, once you do that, then the very power that you've been asking for in the Spirit, that power will fall because your act of obedience is what will actually release the power to bring about that reconciliation to take place. So I truly believe, Vuyo, the big question that we need to be asking ourselves is, are we willing to lay down ourselves and choose to step into the pain of the other person? And are we willing to hear their story where their pain is coming from? And are we willing to set aside our own opinions so that, because at the end of the day, Mm. whether I agree or disagree with them, the fact is they are in pain. Mm. And therefore, will I allow the fact that they are in pain to be a bigger reason for me to engage rather than for me to stand in my self-righteousness and say that they are wrong? Because, you Mm. see, that's where self-righteousness becomes an idol. Because whatever stops you from being able to identify somebody else's pain, whether that pain is justified or not, the fact that there is pain, Jesus stops Mm, 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 and says, I want to identify this pain. Mm. I want to see the woman on the well and identify with her pain so that I can help her come out of her pain. I'm not going to judge her sin. Sure. You know, Jesus says to that woman who the Pharisees wanted to stone, he says, guys, who of you is without sin? So who who are you to stone this other per, this woman who is in pain who's been through prostitution because she's got she's she's got she, her, her heart is 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 wounded and he says woman come here I identify with your pain let me help you in your pain but you know what in helping you with your pain let me heal you and then go Because you are healed, you don't need to go back into what you were doing before because you are healed. So I think we need to be asking ourselves the question, when we hear somebody, whether it's somebody in our own race, whether it's somebody of a different race, a different tribe, a different tongue, through their anger, through their shouting, through their... That's the evidence that they are in pain. Will I look at that pain? and decide to lay down myself and step into their pain so I can understand it and allow God to perhaps use me as a channel to bring healing to their pain, or am I going to stand off and throw more rocks at them? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's that, 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 it, it, it's a tough one. That's loaded. <laughs> that is loaded. Oh my goodness! So, yeah. um, yeah, some it just reminds me of the turning the other cheek situation. <laughs> um, where, um, yeah, where the Lord just uh, calls you to, irrespective of what you have experienced, to turn the other cheek. And how many times do you forgive? And He says seventy-seven times seventy-seven. Uh, which means yeah. that it's something that um, it will still continue to continue. So, okay, recognize that 
bank that, what else do we need to do? You know, Vuyo, it's, 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 it's stepping, as I said, stepping into other people's pain, understanding their pain, yeah. understanding if the Lord might want to use you as a channel to help them in that pain, in, in, in whichever way that help might look like. You know, for me, you know, perhaps, you know, even as I was, you know, sharing with you my own, you know, stopping, you know, three weeks ago yes. and starting to rethink <laughs> I this, I, <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I was also just thinking through, and, and it was just so vivid in my mind, because in, in two, I remember in 2016, I, I went to the uh, Almina uh, slave castle in in Ghana, which is uh, which was the biggest slave castle during the slave trade, yeah. and and that had a profound personal impact on me because I remember standing walking around that slave castle, but a couple of things that broke my heart, just experiencing you could literally still smell. You know, you feel the spiritual environment as you smell, you know, the places where the slaves were kept and everything that took place. One thing that broke my heart, literally above where the slaves were held, was a chapel and a church with Bible verses all over it. And I remember thinking, but how is this possible that mm. people who knew the Lord, who have scripture... Mm could do this. And again, I remembered God reminding me that at the end of the day, you can make Scripture say anything you want it to say to justify a broken heart and a wounded and defiled heart. Then the second thing that was very clear for me, as I stood, there's what they call the window of no return, and this is where the slaves would be put into the ship and they would go. And I remember standing there literally sobbing and crying because it was so emotional for me to even contemplate what that meant. And at that moment, I was saying, but Lord, why? And, he, and at that point, he said to me, it's what the enemy has meant for harm. I have meant for good, for the saving of many lives, the greatest redemptive gift that I've put inside the African is the gift of supernatural forgiveness. Mm. Because when the African is able to rise up despite all the injustices that you have faced as a people, and you are able to cry out the same words that Jesus cried out on the cross, Father, Please forgive them, for they did not know what they were doing. Watch and see the fire that will be released, because your hearts will be absolutely connected as one with Jesus, who went to a cross completely without any sin, who suffered completely without needing to suffer, but suffered, but yet was able to release the power of forgiveness that has brought all of us into salvation and redemption. And I I sat there and I thought, okay, Lord, this is a tough one, but you are saying to us that we carry a redemptive gift of forgiveness. Mm. And I just said, Lord, help us to be able to release this gift because 
our hearts are so wounded. Our hearts are so broken. Our hearts are so hurt. Our hearts are so angry. There is, it's impossible for us to do this other than by your spirit. Yes, Lord. By, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. What are some of the things day to day, um, Patrick? You know, it's like uh, you can see that what's happening in the world is really uh, awakening everyone. I must say I've just been observing that of late, uh, even if you are standing in the queue, people are much more um, open um, uh, uh, to conversations cross-culturally. Um, there's this sense of being challenged by what's happening that I can see that people are making an effort to, to, to cross over out of their own comfort zones to, to, to get But This is still very fresh, eh? still very, very um, new-ish, <laughs> if I were to put yeah. it that way, where you can see people making an effort uh, you know, of crossing over, striking a conversation with somebody that they don't know. And um, it's just been uh, refreshing to see that shift, uh, but it's in its early days. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But but again, Vuyo, I, I believe it's, it's an indication of what God is wanting us to embrace and to actually move with him in, because I believe that's where he's moving. So again, you know, you look at this, you know, the, the, the explosion of, 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 of the race, you know, the racism and, and all of that through, you know, the death of George, George Floyd, etc. You look at that and you say to yourself, for me, as much as the enemy might be trying to use that through, you know, for his own purposes, yeah. I still believe God allows those things because they they awaken us out of a slumber yes, to actually yes, say, guys, yes, you are in slumber here. This yes, issue is not addressed yet. Yes, so I'm allowing mm, the explosion to happen because I'm giving you another chance to address this thing properly. Don't try and cover it up again. Get into the courageous conversations. Mm, Get mm, into the difficult conversations. Walk across the room. Mm, Pick up your phone. Phone somebody who's different to you. Phone the, 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 the people who represent the other side where a lot of your emotions of woundedness and anger are coming from. Give them a call and say, you know what? I just want to hear your story. Mm-hmm. Help me understand your thoughts on this. I mean, just a very really quick example. Again, this is not to sort of talk about me in any way. But just to give you an example, the other week I was on a call with a group of business guys, and on that call, you know, I, I could hear the pain of one of my friends on that call who has, um, who has a, you know, a, a daughter, son, teen, a, a sort of early 20s, etc., varsity, just started working, and these are, it's, 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 it's a white couple, and these kids are really taking a hammering on social media, because what, what's happened is there are all sorts of things happening on Instagram. Kids are busy, you know, uh, uh, naming and shaming, you know, on, on, on Instagram. And kids are, school kids are hurting. Yeah. And I literally said, to, and I literally said to, this, to, to, to this friend of mine, listen, you know what? I can hear the pain in, in your voice as you are talking about this. You know what? Can we set up some time where 
you know, once a week or whatever, we have a we have a call in the morning. Bring all your family on the call, and you know what? I'm going to be your black sounding board. Mm. Ask mm. me all the questions that would typically be unsafe mm. to ask. Mm. Um, share with me what's going on. Let me share with you where the woundedness and the anger comes from. So we, we, we've talked about things like, you know, white privilege. We've talked openly about, um, you know, things like the injustices of the past. We've mm. talked openly about systemic racism, you know, how, you know, institutions uh, manifest that. And, and, and even their children are now starting to say, okay, now I'm starting to get this. But all, all I have done is I've opened up the door to create a safe environment to say, you know what, I'm not going to be offended by any question you ask. Yes, yes. Ask me the question so that we can understand. And when we understand we can start to figure out how we solve this. But the biggest need that's out there is the creation of safe spaces where we can truly be transparent and share our hearts because it's only then we can start figuring out how to rebuild. Hallelujah. Wow. On that note, yo, these are just gems that you have shared with us today. Just, just thought-provoking and really challenging one not to remain the same. You know, it's like even as I live out of studio here, it's like just being awakened and being more conscious because it is our responsibility at this generation to ensure that we do not leave this and pass it on to the next generation. And so, um, so that the next ones can deal with um, other type of challenges, not this same old, same old one. On this point, it's 10 to 1, and we'd really love to just receive a blessing and a, um, a prayer from you in this issue, Re- uh, mindful of our, our listener that's listening right now on, here on Radio K Pulpit, different cultures, different uh, 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 tribes and, and creed for the station. Why don't you just release a prayer to our hearts as the Lord leads you at this point? Thank you, Vuyo. It will be such an honor to be able to do that. Yes. F- Father God, we give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, that you have created each one of us in your image, in your likeness. You have created us uniquely. You have created created us as masterpieces, You have created us as the apple of your eye. And Father, I thank you that as you see us across different races, different tribes, different tongues, as you see us honoring each other, respecting each other, Lord, that brings such joy to your heart. It brings such excitement to your heart when you see us being able to come together as one, because that is exactly how you have created us Mm. to be because we are all a reflection of you, Father God. And therefore, Lord, I thank you that even as I look across and I see people who are different to me, as I look into their eyes, I can see your presence in their eyes because you dwell in them. And therefore, Lord, I pray, forgive us for hating you Mm. through the way we have hated others. Forgive us, Father God, for seeing others as being lesser than ourselves and therefore lessening you because you dwell in every other person. Father, forgive us, Lord God, for our disobedience. 
Forgive us, Father God, for coming to you in our spiritual and our religious rituals, but not being able to move in obedience to what you have called us to do. Yes, Lord. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross to bring us together again, that you made a way through your death on the cross to bring us into oneness with the Father, but also oneness with each other. You died on the cross to bring us back into true covenant, covenant with the Father and covenant with each other so that the oneness of the one body is re-established. Holy Spirit, I pray, help us us. as your children to know what to do. Because, Father, we have not known what to do. Father, our selfishness Mm. has become an idol. Our self-righteousness has become an idol. Help us to lay down the idol. Mm. Help us to lay down self so that we can move with you in helping to bring healing and reconciliation to all people. Father, I pray for the... For the, for the prophecies of revival that has been spoken over South Africa and the fire that will go across Africa. Lord, I know that this is the time. Yes, Lord. Help us, Lord, to ignite them as we come into unity across race, tribe, tongue, yes, and nations. And Father, I also just pray, Lord God, for all the people who are listening to this, that, Lord, your Holy Spirit will quicken them to break every stronghold and every high place in, this, in our thinking that stops us, Lord, from being vulnerable and transparent and forgiving and to do the right thing, Lord. Yes, Lord. Because your kingdom, mighty God, the kingdom that you ask us to seek for is a kingdom that's based on righteousness and justice. It's a kingdom where love, loving kindness and truth walk before you. Lord, help us to walk in truth. Help us to walk in loving kindness and help us, Lord, to reestablish your throne of righteousness and justice over South Africa, over Africa, and over all the nations. So, Father, I pray for your spirit to sweep over all of us, to refresh us, and to give us the grace to move in boldness and in obedience to the call that is upon each of our lives right now, because the window is open for this to take place. And I pray, Lord, may we not miss this window but may we now ignite the revival as we lay ourselves Mm -hmm. and as we step to heal each other's broken hearts. Mm -hmm. So I pray this, Lord, and I thank you for real. I thank you for this radio station. May they continue to be a voice of truth and a voice of boldness as you have called them to be. So I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus, our Messiah. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much. Amen, amen, and amen. That's so powerful and so healing. Something just rolling down my heart, even as you release those words of healing and comfort. Thank you so much for your time, Patrick. What a great um, 
ministry and input. Thank you so much. That was Patrick Kuana, servant and ambassador of the Lord with the heart of Africa, calling us into reconciliation as all the different tribes, tongues, um, races, color, and creed. Thank you. Have a good day. God bless you. Thank you for your God bless. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. We'll see you again next week at same time, at same place, right here on Radio Cape Pulpit. We say it's no longer just about talk. It's about the walk. Your daily companion. See you next week. Goodbye. You're listening to Show Me on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Good day. My name is... Pastor Tando Melane, tune in every Tuesday, 9 p.m. in the evening. I'll be sharing the empowering word of God, which is my passion and my calling. See you then. The world is facing a medical emergency far graver than what we have experienced in over a century. Hi, it's Brad Kirsten here from Get Up and Go Breakfast. I acknowledge that this is such a trying time, such a, a difficult time because it's filled with the unknown. And it's so nice to understand how things work, and it's nice to look back at past experiences, it's nice to learn from people who are wise and experienced and to be able to get their direction. But at a time such as this, all we have is unanswered questions, and it feels like a waiting game, and the future is so uncertain. I just want to encourage you that tuning in to Radio K Poop at 729 AM creates opportunities for you to be encouraged where so much is uncertain and unsure we know that there is a God who says himself I am the Lord your God I change not we want to tell you more about this God who loves you who sent his son to die for you and may we hold on to him never take our eyes off him and may he be the reason why we have hope in our hearts here at 7 to 9 a.m. we want to continue to introduce you day in and day out to this amazing God and His Word, so that you are filled up right to the brim and into overflow with truth that can give you hope, can set you free. Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.